All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today, as always, by uh, my friend and yours, Bob. There he is. <laughs> How's it going, Bob? Good. Excellent. Hi. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about comics. I don't know. Yes. I don't have any. It's a new year. I don't really have much to talk about um, Like outside of that. I've just been working twice as many hours to get the space in Westbrook all set up so that I can actually move around because we have so, so, so much backstock and so much stuff on our website. It is absolutely almost unbelievable how many long boxes of comics are in our storage space. Sounds like like heaven. It looks like it's very much like the end of Indiana Jones. Uh, Like you could just drive a little truck through it and you're just like, just aisles and aisles of comics as far nice. as the eye Get can a see. Forklift. Yeah, I'm constantly I, I know it's a mill building and that it was meant for hundreds of tons of heavy <laughs> machinery. I'm still worried I'm going through that fucking floor. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just like every time I bring another carload of stuff over there after bringing, you know, 20 26 foot truckloads over there, I'm just like okay, here's another half a ton of books. <sighs> Oh, God. Oh, God. I hope it doesn't go through the floor. Okay. All right. We're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. It sounds great. I'd love, I'd love to spend some time there. Oh, I would I would love to have it safe for people to spend time there. Oh. Uh, it's it's fine. It's just not quite there yet. Yeah. <laughs> not quite there yet. Not not at the warehouse sale yet. No, we're not at warehouse sale. Uh, God, I wonder if that's <laughs> ever going to be a thing. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just excited because we keep getting new cool stuff up on the website that we'd never had before. So that's like, I keep, I, I can't believe I had like someone email me be like, Hey, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. I did like that. Um, yeah, we, we've had a few people, especially because we'd put up those turtles of, uh, adventures books and some people saw that like I had listed everything. I made everything active, but the last three issues I didn't put up because they are, ungodly expensive number one and mm. number two i felt like i could press them into a better condition Ooh. so uh so i was doing that and i got like two messages being like did you sell those for five dollars each and i was like no i didn't <laughs> five dollars i just literally when i'm making the listings i copy and paste so it's like it looks like it so was, it looked yeah, like you put the really expensive ones I didn't, up. For... I didn't bother making up a fake value for a fake condition because I didn't oh, so know what condition sold, they were going to be. But they say sold as near mint for $5. <laughs> nice. So I think people were like, oh my God. You That's just, good though because then people will be lost. like scouring the website looking for deals. Yeah, yeah. They'll assume that they can get several hundred dollar comics for, for five bucks. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the, the I mean, dream. It does happen sometimes. Uh, I try not to, but I'm only human. Um, <laughs> More li- human than you, man. I like that you questioned it. I like that you man, <laughs> I'm only human. <laughs> I don't know. Only uh, human after all. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, after what you did with those stables and all those other tasks that you were set forward, and Hera never managed to kill you? I don't know. You might be a demigod. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk about comic books. Yeah, there's some. There's some. Uh, it wasn't a huge week this week. It was It was a little on the slow side, uh, but honestly, I was stoked with everything I read. So nice. I, I really liked a bunch of books this week. So I'm, I'm excited. And, and some surprises. And you know what? Here's a perfect example. 
Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Gang War. I stopped reading Gang War, and I really? kind of regret it with this issue. This one was good. This one was really good, and yeah, it's really funny. Like it. I think this, to me, is like a, a really... This is how you can tell the difference between a really good writer and a mediocre writer, mm. <laughs> as far as I... like, Or, or just a good writer. Mm. This When you see somebody who does an entirely fight issue where nothing happens except punching basically you're literally like every panel in this comic is somebody punching somebody else for 95 percent of it let's say that's fair uh and it really held my attention and i'm someone who has seen enough punching at this point to be like i think i might be done, done. with punching <laughs> you know like it's not the dialogue was it's really not the good. most important part i i particularly liked uh like for me it's like the characterization and like the characterization for uh typhoid in it was Amazing. uh was very good and uh and like she hulk was actually really good in it yep um so yeah it was despite the fact that it was a fight there was a lot of like kind of interpersonal stuff going on and it was really fun and i was kind of like oh, i kind of wish i had stuck with it but Right. I just, and, I don't know, just like the whole, like it felt like getting from point A to point B right. to me. And this, this issue didn't like feel like that. This issue no. felt like it was, had something to say. And I also feel like it's, it's just a matter of like the fact that there's stuff going on in the fight where the dialogue is being, it's, it's almost like when you hear exposition in a movie, the difference between clunky and really subtle. Right. Where it's, you can get the information out and sugarcoat it so that you feel like you're being told a story and not being info dumped. And, yes. and I think that's what this did. And I, I just, I appreciated it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I think the opposite of that would be whatever the hell this is. Uh, Basic Instinct. I think it's a sequel to Basic Instinct. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. Um, (laughs) I flipped through it. I was like, because I don't recall seeing previous issues of it, but I guess you must have had them. I just like. I uh, did have the first one. The covers for the first one were so indistinct. This one is like a weird, like. Basic Indistinct. Basic indistinct. <laughs> nice. They were so basically indistinct. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, kind of, what's the deal? And I flipped through it, and I was like, it looks like it's like a future of the characters from Basic Instinct. But God, all your I favorite characters from Basic Instinct. Boy, I love them all. That and asshole this for murderer, and this asshole, that asshole, and some other assholes. Yeah. God, I fucking hated everyone in that movie. Yeah. Uh, if it was about the bunny, maybe you'd get me. I might be, that's fatal, I might be on that's fatal attraction. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I was thinking of Fatal Instinct. Fatal Instinct. Oh, that's the parody. That of was both. the one with uh, uh, the Mambo King. Fuck. Mambo number it? five? Lou what Vega? The, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. The Mambo I, King? I do not know the movie The Mambo Kings. I do not. Know uh, the movie well, the Mambo Kings. Uh, God, his name is like right on the tip of my tongue. Should oh, I but. It? No, it's fine. Uh, but I am. I'm annoyed by the fact that I don't remember what his name is. Um, here, this is actual I'm footage right of now. Bob Googling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mambo. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Batman 141. Holy crap. I like this a lot. I liked it as well. I I am very into this story. I thought this was supposed to be the last issue. In fact, I think I said that in the newsletter, so sorry Antonio about that. Banderas? Nope, the other one. Armand Desante. There you go. Armand Desante starred in uh, in Fatal Instinct. I see. Whew. 
<laughs> it was a real white white knuckle ride. Whew, oh my god, <laughs> I barely um, made it. No, Batman one forty one is good. Is is good? I I'll be honest. Like I've been struggling with the Batman stuff. That is like the ongoing Batman stuff. Um, this this kept me. I am not terribly interested. It's interesting. Like I think it's good because like I don't care about failsafe. I don't care about the Joker, and I don't care about Zurinar which I can't believe I'm saying out loud. Yeah. Uh, well, I think but that's, for I some think reason, I'm still interested in the storyline. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm invested, I, and I thought this was a stronger issue than some of the previous ones. Um, you you should say things. Well, I feel like for you, if instead of being Zurinar, his name was Trent, you'd be like, oh, Trent. No, I don't like the <laughs> idea that Batman is tricking himself into operating differently i think it goes against the nature of batman Hmm. as a character like okay i think that this whole psy ops thing is like i kind of like it harkens back to what morrison was doing with Mm, dr hurt and the the whole you know the whole deal obviously because that was the introduction of zurinara as like the alternate personality and it's just kind of like taking that to it but like I thought that what was cool about that reintroduction of Zurinar in the Morrison run, I don't need it to be expanded further. And I, I just think the idea of like Batman, like Batman wouldn't need to create a failsafe for if he killed because Batman would not kill. There you go. He no, just would do yeah, the yeah. thing that right. is required no, of I, this to be. And now he's got this unstoppable. And the obviously also like the idea that, he created it like it's like the whole also, OMAC thing. Like, also, kind of, yeah, I mean, it's basically OMAC. It is Redux. OMAC. Basically. It really is. It's, it's just you know, it's just another know, version of the OMAC story. It's fun. Which I like, and this was a really cool, fun, fast-paced issue, uh, and I am interested in uh, where it's going next. And another great series with Batman in it would be Batman and Scooby Doo. And there's a pun based on this actual comic right on the cover. Need a hand, Batman. Because something terrible happened to his hand, and he had to have a robot thing in his hand. Oh, <laughs> I don't wow. know if that's actually a no. If that's a reference or not? No, it's actually really. Uh, despite the fact that it's a Batman Scooby Doo mystery, Nightwing is like it is a the, very. T- it's a Nightwing Scooby Doo mystery, um, and it's all based on the circus. And there's a mystery involving Boston Brand. And if you're a fan of Dead Man, there is a moment uh, uh, that is now Scooby Doo canon uh, that is actually pretty pretty worth pretty worth (laughs) at least flipping through if not like if you're a bigger fan of the two franchises um possibly uh you know i thought it was fun it was a good first issue uh bop aka birds of prey uh i really like this fill-in artist i thought it was kind of weird that like they had a fill-in artist on a six issue arc like but they did and that's the way it went and it made sense and i do like this artist uh it's cool and I like this comic a lot. It's one of my favorite DC books. Yeah. Uh, what about Blue Beetle? Holy crap. I love Blue Beetle. There's some amazing stuff in this book. It's really Holy good. crap. This is a really good comic. Some of the stuff is like, yeah. I, I don't know, like I hope we don't get down to like Green Beetle, Yellow Beetle, oh, Blue Beetle boy. kind of stuff. That definitely feels like Which we're like down, sort which... of close to, but um, I think that this comic is really good. Yeah. I think it is a f- very good, fun straight ahead superhero comic yep. and enjoyable and also some of the silver age silliness that's going on in it is really fun yeah they had like that cool like throwback with dan garrett blue beetle it was cool 
Yep. Captain America. We've got number five here. I am not following this, but I liked the first two issues quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. I just kind of flipped through it. There's that cool Jim Rugg variant cover that's pretty cool, too, with Wolverine yeah, on it. That is cool. Uh, Tales of Exandria, Artigan from Critical Role. If you like Critical Role, this is for you. If you have followed this uh, so deep lore that I can't possibly understand any of what's going on thing, uh, you'll like this. It has elves, so it is not for me. <laughs> forget, <laughs> forget that you hate elves. I for just some don't like elves. Unbelievably confusing reason. No, it's not confusing at all. I just don't like them. It's like, just... <laughs> Just don't like them. That's fine. You're you're welcome to not like elves. Uh, Destiny Gate uh, by Dabari. Yeah. And, uh, and somebody named Katie, who I don't actually know, but uh, Simon Gao and Christian Dabari are on this. And man, this is, I really think this is just, again, I said it before, but I think this is like Christian's best art ever. I think this is- like, I would agree. I think he has really expanded what he- I think that he's stretching in a way like that something about this particular type of thing is giving him an expansion of his skills that or showing his skills in a way that he hasn't been able to before. Yeah. Because he likes horror so much. He sticks to the horror and and yeah, again with the fucking the the Sean Murphy quote, you know, he's he's a Ferrari and he's being driven like a Honda or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Something, something along those lines. He's pushing him more towards Ferrari territory. Yeah, yeah. Hey, honestly, like Ferrari I realized territory. because I kind of forgot like the trade dress didn't really like sell the creative team. So I wasn't sure the last couple times that it was his book. And this time I remembered. So I actually flipped through it and it's a pretty, pretty cool looking book. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think it's definitely uh, a proof that Dabari is a, uh, is an A-list artist and I think needs to maybe expand where he's going. I mean, do you think that Sean came up with that quote because Dabari rhymes with Ferrari? I don't know. I think he might've even said Lamborghini and I just did it because it rhymes with Ferrari. Cause I I think that I, I don't know. Sean is a car person and I am not. So he's always (laughs) saying things about cars and I'm like, I don't know. Is it? Oh man. Speaking of cars, if you're a car person, the car in Batman 141 is cool. Like there's a really cool car chase in it. I think I even noticed it. Yeah, it's when he's like running from the failsafe. He gets in a like muscle car. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. And then he blows it up. <laughs> it's funny. Spoiler, I sorry. thought I thought of that muscle car as like an Oldsmobile. Like mm. I thought of it as like the Evil Dead car. You know, honestly, so I didn't really it, like. It might be. <laughs> I, I was going relatively fast, so it might be a different car than I thought it was. Uh, Doctor Strange Eleven has a flaming baby on the cover. It. As uh, I yeah, didn't read it. uh, it's fun. It's good, and uh, I mean, it's got the, a flaming baby on the cover. Bats it's be the good. dog has a really cool moment in it, and uh, it's been, they've been working. Bats the dog. The flaming like baby is so Clea's mom is Umar. Okay, and Umar has a baby. Wait, Umar like the big weird alien? No, Umar is a is a female presenting mythical who is married to Dormammu, I believe. Okay, not the not the weird alien that became uh, Doctor Strange for like three issues in the eighties. I don't think so. I thought that U- Umar is a classic, a like name. Ditko era villain okay. that has been around for decades, and so Umar has a new kid, and the kid. So it is Clea's sister, and okay. they are taking the sister out for a fun 
uh, babysitting ex- excursion into New York City and shit it's goes. Adventures in Babysitting it is. with Doctor Strange. Yep. Fuck, you have sold me. Yeah, no, it was really fun, and I actually liked the fill-in artist um, for a uh, I would say a real contender for book of the week this week would be Fantastic Four number 15. This was a fucking heartbreaker for me. Wow. Wow. What a well-written book. I think that I didn't read it. I think this isn't a flipper. And I, that is I just, not, this yeah, was not a flip book. This it. was a, this was a novel's worth of, of writing. Yeah. In I this. just, I kind of knew Oof. I couldn't do that. Oh my God. Um, it's so good. It's nice. so fucking good. That's good. I hate the art. It didn't. I mean, again, because you're reading so much of this, I barely notice the art in this. Uh, I think it's fine. I think it's totally serviceable. It does not bother me in the yeah, least. Yeah, maybe that's maybe but, that's it. But this story of the the, uh, I can't even remember what it's called. But it's essentially the the mind that has been made up of all human minds on Earth. Through the Unimind. The, it, it's not the Unimind, though, oh, is it? Okay, I don't know. It's it, no. It's another. There it's is a, a Marvel thing called no, the Unimind, yes, but it is not the Unimind. It's not the, the Mar- Captain Marvel thing. When when you're when when you go to the next comic, can you pass the Fantastic Four to me? Yeah, yeah. Pass the duchy on the left hand side. I will do that. Pawn the left hand side. But I would say uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four lives up to this fucking awesome cover that is literally one of my favorite covers of all time yeah it's great uh fire and ice welcome to smallville i'll hand you this fantastic four comic so you i I love i I really love fire and ice no i want to i want to show you something and uh, oh you just want to prove to me that the art is bad no i want to show you a specific (laughs) panel of this comic that is like i just i'll find it anyway okay fire and ice is great it is. It's it's much better than you would think it is, and uh, it it deserves it deserves your attention if you are not paying attention to it. This. Let me see this. Like, what's what's the issue? Is this, is this the eyes thing? of that character like are so poorly drawn? I mean, they're stylized. I don't know that that's poorly drawn. I think it's poorly drawn. I think I think that is a choice by an artist who clearly it's, can draw a human eye. <laughs> I mean, who can draw two diamond shapes like well, adjacent to each other? <laughs> I mean, you can describe any you could describe any artist as having that failing. Like you could be like, you know, the Max people don't aren't really that. Oh big. man, <laughs> I would never, never, ever say the Max was. Like, I don't know. I think it's I a stylistic anyway, choice. Okay, personally. fine. Sure. Uh, just like ghost lore. No way. Ghost lore is amazingly drawn. I love Leo Max. Uh, oh my god. I love Colin Bunn. Leo, Leo Max, Max is so fucking good. That that story. I li- I really like Ghost Lore. It's one of my favorite indies currently. It's good stuff. It's uh, it's like non-big two. Speaking indies. speaking of speaking of stretching, I would say that for Colin Bunn, this is the most stretch he's done in a long time. Where it's not just kind of like has this tendency to make horror stories that are like what if we extrapolate a little bit out mm-hmm. of an existing horror movie and it's like what if hellraiser was this what if the thing was on another planet what if the yeah. you know and it's like okay you got the unearthly you've got this you know like and this is like actually kind of a a real story story yeah. that like, yeah there's emotional stakes to it and it's a cool like supernatural hook and the yeah. art is very good and i love the way they do it so that the same artist can stick with it yep. where they have the middle section that's like by the different artist every time and yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's a great hook and a great visual it works i think that if you compounded this thing i think if you compressed this story 
into a three issue arc or a four or five issue arc, I think you would have something that easily could have fit into a Sandman volume. Okay. Like it has that kind of, it has that kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, literary feel to it that yeah. like a Neil Gaiman kind of thing does sometimes. Yeah, I think so. I think it also would make a really good Netflix miniseries. Oh, like, although it doesn't feel like IP farming, it does not feel like IP farming in the fucking least, which is great. That yeah. makes me super happy. Hunger in the Dusk. Uh, it's a nice looking book about elves. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where nah, it's, it's like it's about just, trolls. It's about fantasy characters in a way that I'm not going to be. It's not right. going to be for me. I know people that are super into this book, though. This is many people's favorite book. That's good. I mean, and for absolutely, obviously good reasons. It is a beautiful looking book. And I mean, it's G. Willow Wilson. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not like it's written by some schmo. Nope. It's somebody who is well known to be uh, a, a, an A-class talent, let's say. A-class talent. Yeah. Uh, Kneel before Zod. Do it. Just come on. Just do it. Honestly, like it's fine. I don't <laughs> I like, really I like understand the point of it, but I, I do. It's fine. There's yeah. a series coming out that is the that it's the evil sons of of the Sinestro and Zod. Uh, yeah, and they're going to be teaming up for fun shenanigans. And well, so they needed to like introduce, there's a new introduce Krypton him. in the DC world. Yeah, he, I didn't even. I guess I missed it. Whatever, Zod runs his own planet and he's a kind of a dick and he beats his son yeah. for like literally 20 of the 23 pages know, of this right? issue. It's just like it's <laughs> Zod being mean to him. The art's good. It's and... literally Zod like fucking Homer Simpsoning his kid. Yeah, like, pretty much. He's just choking him. Why, you little. Well, his son also uses like heat vision on him and stuff. And yeah, like, sure. He's but like, he's. Yeah, like, dad, I got Krypton powers. Yeah, but... I just, I feel like <laughs> one of the things that makes Superman work is when he, there aren't a lot of other people that have oh. the same powers as him and so whatever no it is the like the to me the undoing of the brand of the superman series has always been adding more kryptonians adding more kryptonians adding more powers like it's just like he doesn't need to be i mean whatever i would i'm not writing superman so who cares you know you know what you are writing though what you're of course writing marvel meow I famously <laughs> I was writing Mear Marvel 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 Meow, Meow which it should have been called. It is like a collection of digital comics, I think. Yeah. It reads like that it's, and then there's like a cat Fuji. version of like all the different characters and then the cats do stuff. It's basically it's very adorable. It seems like there's some sort of story going on. I read it and I didn't see the narrative like it's there, as though there are times of... where the narrative works and there are times right. when the narrative is absolutely stymieing. Yeah, it totally. But it's, it's as always cute pictures of, of cats right, exactly. and Marvel superheroes. There's like seven cats that the different heroes, it seems as though Spider-Man is trying to take care of these seven cats that he needs to get from one place to the other somehow. And he keeps handing them off to people to babysit while the he does other The one where Wolverine has the cat carrier on his chest is probably my favorite image of the week. Oh, my favorite image, 100 hundred percent was the the one where dr doom gets the cats and he dresses them all up in little dr doom armor that was pretty fucking adorable it seemed pretty silly i liked it a lot i think that is a thing that dr doom would do i am fully i fully believe that all right marvel zombies number four or steve scrochy had one in there I, I like how his name sounds like Scrotum. Yeah, I like Steve Scrotum. I mean, his art is amazing. That's the uh, clobber in time guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Ma- uh, Ma- Maestro. Maestro. Maestro, Monstro, whatever it was I called. I think, yeah. That it was, was called that Maestro, was cool. I think. 
Uh, Midnight Show is also very. Oh cool. yeah, great. Fun comic. This That's is Cullen more, Bunn too, right? This is Cullen Bunn doing more of like what you would expect Cullen Bunn to do. <laughs> yeah, but but in a fun way as opposed to kind of his like, you know, uh, extreme horror kind of stuff that he likes to do. So. Mm. Yeah. No. This is cool. Like, what if the Universal Monsters came to life in a movie theater? Yep. Specifically. And uh, the Ministry of Compliance, a comic no one is reading, so I won't talk about it. I flipped through it. I didn't. <laughs> and Vengeance of Moon Knight. Bought it. <gasps> you did? I did. Is it good? I yeah, didn't read it. It's good. I didn't even notice that it was out this week. So it's specifically continuation from the end of the yes. Moon Knight series, and it's the mid the Midnight Club or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, um, Which that looked might not fucking be the right, cool. Um, society, whatever they're called. And it's... I mean, it's one of them is Tigra, so it's, they had my attention. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's 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 a good it's a good Marvel superhero thing. Awesome. Uh, Once upon a time at the end of the world is continuing. Yep. And uh, this is another one. This is one that uh, I was pleasantly surprised by because I, I feel like I think that they may have made some pretty bad choices overall. Number one covers not compelling number two yeah. the title not compelling like everything about this says you'd better know who kyle starks is <laughs> yeah and want to read something from him I otherwise mean, that's true you're gonna look at this and go i don't know what is this is it about real estate agents who fucking cares like i th- yeah, uh, I, I would not me. i would not have given it as much attention as of i did course. uh if it weren't Kyle Starks, but that said, I really liked it. Yes. It's very good. I liked it too. Um, I had, I mean, we were talking before and it sounded like I was complaining about it. Really what I was saying was that this is a well-trod concept. This is essentially a detective agency. It's more of a noir story. You have a retired boxer as the husband and this super smart detective as the wife. And they are, Basically, just they're just a detective agency, but you know it it gets into that kind of noir thing, uh, and it's it's fun. Yeah, it's, the it, art's good. The story modern. is is interesting, and uh, and Kyle I, Starks gets a couple of A class jokes <laughs> in there. With that one, the the one liners are are A plus. Yes, uh, there's one that particularly I liked. There's honestly there was one that was just charming and won me over like in their relationship because he's just this big dumb lummox and she's the smart one and he charmingly gives her a picture of a hot dog with a, a oh yeah yeah a, a bird carrying a hot dog that he's drawn on a piece of notebook paper and i was like that was a really winning moment yeah, that yeah. i was like he, this he... changes this dynamic for this fucking book entirely yeah the thing i really liked about it was that it's like three quarters of the book is just establishing yeah. the characters and what they're about and i no, thought this that fe- was really well this done. feels like a book that is trying to be there for the long haul what's it called again it's called by c it's called pine and merrimack pine and merrimack and it's literally named after the cross streets where their their agency right is. right i don't know man it's like it's not even the not names of the characters title. because they're married and they have the same last yeah, name. Yeah, their last name is uh is uh Parker. No, uh I, I, Kent. It's Kent. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was oh. like a established like I was like, oh like hmm. I wondered if it was like a 
like oh, a it's throw funny because somebody's name was Parker as well, mm-hmm. and I was yeah, like, I, I assumed that was a throw to the Parker series. Oh, yeah, no, his first name is Parker. I yeah, think his yeah, name I is s- Parker. I assumed Kent. that was the the, <laughs> the mystery novels. Yeah, I definitely yeah the the Richard Stark. Yeah. Um. Uh, who so somehow can I s- is not a killer. Yeah, I don't know. How is it possible that a guy named Richard Stark hasn't killed anybody? Yeah, I don't know. Because mm. Richard Starkweather got there first. I guess I guess so. Uh, go on. What, what were you going to say? Uh, I assume we are going to talk about the next comic. Beware the planet of the apes. So what I was going to say is I'm going to go and blow your mind and say that I thought this was a fucking great comic book. Yay! It's really good. I love this. I I loved the first run so much. Is this still who's re, who's re, yeah. so the first two pages are literally reprints of the original oh, graphic novel, dude. and then it goes in and it's Doctor Zaius and characters from Planet. It's like it feels like Planet of the Apes, unlike all of these other ones that like just like. I only know the original ones. I don't. I haven't watched the new ones. I don't care about the new ones terribly very much. Like yeah, I yeah. just like I'm a casual person who knows right. Planet of the Apes, and like I was like great art, good story. Mm-hmm. I think it's Mark Guggenheim wrote it. Yep. I didn't know the artist. The first two pages are um, it's like Doug Mensch and like I can't remember if it's uh, George Tuska. Yeah. Uh, so it's like a the, reprint of yeah, the like actual the old like Marvel. Marvel Planet of the Apes and it like continues from there and I think they did this is what I would want Interesting. as a, as a cool. casual fan of the franchise this is the book that would get me to buy it interesting and I thought I would it was like just to, really good I would like to check that out I mean I loved the first one like I thought the first one was like legitimately no genius and uh, and I was I was disappointed to see just how kind of ignored that series was. Uh, but if you are a fan of the original, yeah, this clearly is the more uh, classic '60s version, which yeah. I'm also a very big fan of. Um, and here is a disgustingly pregnant Poison Ivy. Ooh, yeah, she's I got some weird little like, vines going into her belly. Gross. It's funny because I liked that last issue um, so much, and this is literally the continuation of it, and I just didn't care about it as much. Yeah. But it's, I'm sure it's good. I've heard good things. Does it have the Power Rangers in it in some no. sort of an academy form? No, they're going to school to learn to be Rangers. Hell yeah, they are. This is Rue Morgue. Should I put the magazines in here with the comics? They're sure. on the shelf. So I mean, Rue Morgue them, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, I always it's not love, a comic. But. I always love Rue Morgue, even though they tore my band to shreds in a fucking Ooh. review from some dildo who only listens to Rockabilly. And I'm like, fuck, why did you have this Rockabilly douchebag review our band? And I still like them even after that. So, mm. so there you go. Uh, if you go into the back issues, you can find a really scathing review of the first Covered in Bees <laughs> record. Um, thank you to the... Covered in bees for the for the music for the intro and outro for this yes. show. Uh, covered in bees is a great band. Savage Most people don't know what they're talking about. That guy. <laughs> that guy's well. Fuck. That dude. I will drag him. His name is Tomb Dragomir, so he can suck a cock. <laughs> he wears a top hat. Fuck that dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprising. I don't know for a fact that he wears a top hat, but come on, you know he wears a fucking top hat. His Jesus name Christ, is Tomb. Uh, anyway, uh, Savage Red Sonia. It's fine. It's fine. Shazam versus Black Adam. Uh, it wasn't drawn by Dan Mora, so I did not buy it. Silver Surfer Rebirth Legacy Part 5 The Return 
it wasn't drawn by Jack Kirby or John B. Cena, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> it didn't have Xander Cage in it, so I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog also didn't have Jack Kirby in it. No. Uh, the Shame. Space Between continues to be a book that no one knows what it's about because no one will read it. Um, I flipped through it. <laughs> sure you did. I did. That's a lie. I did. <laughs> and what's it about? I don't know. <laughs> I did flip it through it though. Matter. Okay, Miguel. Space. Okay. It's about space. It's about the space between. Okay. Um. <laughs> and uh, Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. This seems to be so. I don't know why they call it 2099 when it takes place in the current Marvel universe. Number one. Number two. It clearly is setting up this uh, vampire crossover that they are going to be doing because he's all about Dracula in this thing. He's all about them Draculas. He's all about the Draculas. He, you know, no, I, I, you misheard me. He's that. all about the Draculas. Oh, sure. Of course. He's, he's going to burn uh, in the ditches, ditches and the slide witches, through the, the witches. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking lyrics are. Dragula. Flip all the switches. Yeah. Uh, those. <laughs> all right. Uh, Darth Vader, Starman. Uh, yep. Star Wars guy. Star, uh, Star Wars guy. High Republic got a got a little ocular thing on his face. I put him in there because they came out. They sure did. But I didn't read them. I didn't read this one either. Star Trek, Picard's Academy, oh. Superman, the Metal Curtain. It's good. There's actually a really good Superman Lois Lane moment in there where he's like in the bathroom, like he's been weakened by kryptonite because the one of the villain of this is Metallo, and. Uh, He's been weakened by kryptonite. He's in the bathroom, and, sh- and Lois Lane is like, "Clark, are you okay? Like, what's wrong?" And he's like, "This is the men's room, Lois." <laughs> she just like is in the men's room, like asking Clark what I the mean, fuck is wrong. That's a very uh, a very Superman the movie yeah. version of Lois Lane, which I I like. It's good. I like this comic. I, I actually like the second series better than the first one of the Superman seventy eight. Psycho Superman 78. <laughs> and other Misfits lyrics about Superman. Yes. Uh, Thanos, Smash of the Titans is Hey-o. the subtitle of this. Number two of Thanos. Uh, much more enjoyable than the first issue. Mm. I really, I I'll thought this was fun. I mean, it's it's dumb punching, but it's fun dumb punching. Dumb punching. If you like dumb punching, this is some of the best dumb punching I've read in a while. It's mm. It really is just like Thanos and the Hulk punching the crap out of each other. All right. And people flying through buildings and mountains and into oceans and whatever. Billy Oceans? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, I hope he's okay. At one point, uh, the Hulk gets out of Thanos' dreams and gets into his Thanos copter. <laughs> nice. Oh, sweet. <laughs> it, was a, it was a double. It was nice. a twofer. Nice. Uh, well done. Titans Beast World Tour Atlantis. Uh, this is fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I see, I, there's the a hate, shark wearing a leather I, jacket. What are you talking about? How is it just fine? Absolutely. Like a rockabilly shark on the cover. Hate the art in this comic. Rockabilly shark. I hate it. Look, look at this I guy. hate it so bad. And then in the middle story that's only like 10 pages there long, is, there's art that I don't hate. It's Sharky Ramon. It's the first appearance of Sharky Ramon on the cover. Finally. <laughs> oh, shit. It's just, it's not even a leather jacket. It's nope, like it's a leather jacket. Atlantean that's, armor. That's Sharky Ramon. I refuse to be I moved. Just, oh, I hate this art. <laughs> I hate it so bad. And then Aquaman turns into a lizard. And then, then there's like this story with Vixen and Cat to Boomerang that has art that I don't hate. But it's sandwiched between these mm. two stories that have art that I do hate. Delicious sandwiches. <laughs> I wish. Well, uh, mm. Vampirella has some dead flowers. 
Which Dead Flowers, <laughs> how is that not and the name of an old ministry record? I do not know. Put roses on your what about brain? Kid Venom Origins? Is this just a reprint of the story with Kid Venom before that came out? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> it's a, it's like a. Uh, the art is cool. It's yeah, you know, yeah. it's this, it's this really interesting Japanese art style that's really fun. Even though I, Venom in the comics is literally a kid, now there is a kid Venom. Yes, as well, because it's spinning out of the pages of Edge of Venomverse. Venomverse. The Venomverse. Venomverse. And check this out. Here's another gooey person. Look at how gooey that motherfucker is. That is Venom, and he is gooing it up. Why is he glowing? Only God knows, because I'm not reading this comic. I don't know And either. God is reading this comic, which is God weird. made this comic. God gave Literally, rock and roll to you. <laughs> the Bible, part two, Venom number 31. <laughs> I wish. 29, uh, sorry. I got the right issue. Uh, close enough. Uh, Walking Dead, number 80, the deluxe version. Deluxe apartment. I'm actually kind of curious to know what you think of this. I I will I will start off. I love this comic. I am loving the X Men. I think it's great. I think Fall of House of X is a great comic. Really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see how much you hated it for reasons unknown. Mm, I thought that it was mostly fine. Was it because of the fastball special where they reversed uh, it and blended up people? <laughs> no, it was. What did they call it? That was actually pretty funny. They tried their best. They had like six different they had options. Different it names, felt like it definitely felt like the writer having a really hard the time. The pinata special. Yep. Yep. And they tried he's that like one. awful. It is. Awful. Um. No. There's. There were aspects. Sorry to turn away from the microphone. There were aspects of it that I liked. There were aspects of it that I thought were mediocre. But at worst, it was mediocre. Yeah, yeah. I Honestly, I don't think that this comic is a particularly outstanding comic book. I thought it was fine. But I think that it, in the context of the direction that they're going with the X-Men, I think I'm very excited about. Sure. In general, I am... Everything so far has been the kind of X-Men stories that I have been missing, honestly. And it's the stuff that I like. So well, at least now it like feels like the X Men. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, you know, other than Rasputin four, it's like Cyclops, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Shadowcat, like Rogue, Gambit. It's yep. like the X Men are doing stuff, and it's not like. Tourniquet four or six I'm, is oh, like taking the blah, yeah, yeah, resurrection no. protocol, blah, blah. Like, it's, just, there's not so much Hickman nonsense. It's just like, it's not like four sure. trillion ancillary characters. Like, and it's like, I like Hickman nonsense, but I even I got to the point where I was like, okay, whoa, all right, calm it down, buddy. Yeah, I don't. This one w- was, was fine. I still, I, I, I you still haven't forgiven Gary Duggan for Cockjew. The I have not, nor will I ever. <laughs> uh, Understandable, I, I, but mainly I haven't forgiven Jerry Duggan for just like being a hack. Like, that's I, fair. I just like he doesn't like. Whatever. I don't beat up on Jerry Duggan's writing. I just like I don't. I don't care for it. Fair. But no, this feels more like like putting the the toys back in the box yep. so that someone else could do something fun with the X-Men. Like I just like I'm so tired of like 
things being so like well it's interesting i read an interview with uh the guy that writes green arrow right now he writes duke for gi joe yeah yeah williams and he was talking about like so back in the day it used to be like if the cover is purple and there's a gorilla on it people will buy it you know like it was like all this like weird (laughs) math of stuff that like would make people buy comics yeah yeah and it was fun stuff that made people buy comics and 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 this williamson guy was like what i've learned from writing comics for the last 20 years is that like nobody wants anybody to be happy anymore like when the characters are going through the shit that's what sells comics and realizing that was important for me because it's like oh okay so if i want to read a green arrow comic or i want to read a x-men comic or whatever i have to know that like 90 percent of it in order to sell the comic is just going to be them having a shitty time and it's good to know that like that 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 the reason they do that is because that's what people buy yeah yeah because there's a million comics that like are fun and i can just read those ones like the one i bought last week the manga that's like i turned into a vending machine yes. and now i wanted the dungeon that comic is so yeah, yeah. fun i love that now that that's what I want, like, and and so clearly that's what's selling manga, right? So maybe like it's but, and clearly manga is outselling Western comics. So is it possible? Just hear me out. <laughs> that maybe they have taken the wrong lesson from the sales, and that the idea that a an old man Logan comic is just a crazy thing. It's not that it's sad. It's not that it's depressing and bleak. It's that it's fucking wackadoo. Yeah. And you that said book it, not was me. that book was wackadoo. I liked how wackadoo it was. I didn't like it because it meant that Wolverine was having a bad day. Although I did read a really some I wish I could credit who who wrote it, but somebody wrote a post uh on some social media site that was like there are only 10 kinds of X-Men stories and it was like Scott Summers has a bad day because of some racists. Scott Summers has a bad day because of some aliens. And it was like 17 different things. And it was like, there were like three stories that didn't involve Scott Summers having a bad day. And it was like, that's funny. I don't remember that. And then I read this comic today and I was like, huh, this is Scott Summers having a bad day. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh shit, there's only 10 kinds of fucking um, my issue. Stories. So I don't, I like, it's important for me to not like, be a 49 year old man who's complaining about the way comic books are, you know, because not all every comic book is for me, but, um, what's my point? I, 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 uh, I, I just, the idea of Orcus yeah. as a bad organization is dumb to me because it's like it posits that everyone in the world is on the same side everybody's like and and, and that 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 side is brutally racist and genocidal and i don't think that the like i personally the part of me that wants Superman to be the guy that stands up for the little guy and wants the X-Men to be the guys that stand up despite the fact that people are, are prejudiced to, to, to try to work towards peace and try to work towards 
you know, community and, and things like that. Like, I don't, the idea that this organization that you've never heard of until five minutes ago just pops up. And then all of a sudden in uh, the Alpha Flight comic, the entire Canadian government is trying to exterminate, literally exterminate yes. a race of human individuals, regardless of whether they are human or mutant. They're still people. And it's like, it just bugs me i'm going this, to this... stay out of this because there are current events that i do not want to discuss um <laughs> but i'm gonna say I think you're that wrong there are bigots in the world i'm not saying that bigotry doesn't exist i'm not saying i'm just saying that the idea that everybody just on a dime is like I let's think, exterminate a race of individuals i don't i think there are people who would go along with that but i think but it I is do, not a sure but i everybody think also majority i think, I think also the, again like the government is reading, like letting these people were not do reading this shit. the it, comics like, as you weren't reading the comics the way that like a person who was reading the x-men was reading the comics like you weren't following it along to the point where you were seeing the the actual things that had happened to humanity through the X-Men where literally they were all infected with a kill switch where the mutants could literally exterminate the entire human race with a push of a button. That was just like, it was just a trick. It was just a, it was a trick. And it's like, you have to believe then that there's this universe where everybody is just on a dime. Like, Oh, that's what they were doing, these mutants. And I just don't like I don't think that's the well, way the I, world I works. And I it, certainly hope that it that... doesn't reflect any kind of positive. Sure. But I, I would thing. like to believe that this is this is a step in the story that is going to allow that reality to come through. I would and, love that. And when you see when you see the horror and the bigotry, when you if that becomes the only version that they show, when later on humanity comes and goes fuck this we're on your side the moment when you know it's the moment when uh spider-man is hated by everyone in the sam raimi movies and then all of new york bands together to like fight off his attacker while he's uh, trying to hold a, a bus from yeah, falling off somebody's the bridge. like you know beating the shit out of him they're like no this guy's from new york yeah, he yeah. helps us yeah. but like that 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 is the thing that's lacking from x-men for me is that like there's no voice that's saying like there's a group of people in the world instead it's like this entire government yeah. has now been co-opted by this one organization that came out of nowhere like orcus the organization did not exist before 2022 like it didn't like before jonathan hickman 2021 right. 2020 whatever it was like this thing out of nowhere it'd be like it's not like shield getting taken over from within by nazis or hydra or whatever yeah, yeah. which is like shield is like a thing that everybody in the marvel universe knows exists or it's it's like just this thing and and everybody that like lives in the marvel universe that has been through all of this shit before like they've been yeah, through yeah. the hellfire club and the the this and then that like and and i know it's like i'm taking it too fucking seriously I so, so i yes. get it i get it that's why i didn't want to go down this road but like <laughs> that's what doesn't work for me fair enough with this but I'll... that said i think they are course correcting and i am finding more <laughs> and more within the x men comics to enjoy as time goes forward Fair enough. I'll leave it at that. I will leave. I will leave that story at that. Um, and uh, yeah. Okay. 
there we go. What else? Is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, you, you talk about this garbage pail kid, Randy Savage, <laughs> big action figure that's been in front of me the whole time, and I'm like, that's cool. It is pretty Gigantic cool. Andre. Uh, those are pretty great. It's like a wrestling Loyal Subjects did kids. some really good uh, garbage pail kids uh, All wrestler crossovers. They're pretty cool. They're cool. And um, Got a um, bunch of new shirt designs. Ooh. Check those out on the website. There's a whole bunch. New um, shirt designs. And uh, there's a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah. Follow Coast City at CoastCityComics.com. You might get a chance to buy some Turtles comics that you I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah, you should should follow us and follow our our, – go to the website and sign up for the newsletter and all that Mm. stuff. Because as I'm listing this stuff – I've never done that. I don't know why. I'm glad you haven't because the number of things that you could call me on that I'm wrong about (laughs) when I post these things, I know for a fact that you would be like, oh, dude, you know that that's not right. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, of course I do. That's cool. It's your brand. It's my my fucking brand that I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Anyway. uh, No, I don't think that's true. You know a lot. Sometimes. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, listen, if you want to talk music theory – I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> the thing that I actually make money on, uh, I'm not great at it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Nah, you're passable, at least. Worst. Good. Worst case scenario, <sighs> you're passable. Thank God. Best case scenario, <laughs> occasionally wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, so thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Good night. Yeah. Bye. Cool.